Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight we jump on the Ramona coaster, Tinsley battles it out with the other woman, and we rehash Luann's sobriety. Real Housewives of New York Reunion Part 2 starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey guys, um, yeah, here alone again, here alone, and I'm here to talk everything Real Housewives of New York Reunion Part 2. It was a really, really, really great reunion. Um, Before I get ahead of myself, I'm Chelsea Stark-Jones, and uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and dive right in. Um, The first part of the reunion, a good chunk of the reunion, started with Ramona and us just going at her. <laughs> all the little lies, all the little sneaky things she did She did all season long. We just dove right into it. And um, yeah, I was here for it. Uh, but you guys, since I am here by myself today, I would really love your support in the chat. Uh, talk to me. Let's, you know, give me your opinion on everything. Todd Tinsley is so annoying. Um, I have a little bit... I was with you with that for the first two seasons she was on, but now I kind of have a theory about her, and I think something that will make her less annoying in the future as she continues to be on the show. Um, but back to Ramona. We uh, have yeah, Andy said it. We're on the Ramona coaster. Uh, she's the date monster, and we get right into her and her, you know, super flirtation, her you know, dating guys, uh, and her moment with Harry Dubin. And uh, they immediately call her out for initially lying about kissing Harry Dubin. And uh, you guys remember the kiss—the super sloppy, tongue hockey on top of each other makeout session that they had. Apparently, it was drunken. It had to be drunk to uh, for it to look like that. Alcohol had to be involved. Um, but yeah, so she she denied the kissing of Harry, and all the women called her out on it. We get a flashback of her saying, it never happened. It did. Um, so that's one lie Ramona told this season. Um, another lie, uh, which was a pretty uh, a, a story arc between her and Dorinda, um, at a certain point in the season was um, that gala that they went to that Ramona invited Dorinda to and she somehow thought she was sitting at table 61 even though she repeated several times that she was seated at table 62 with Dorinda Um, as you guys all know she ditched Dorinda for a better table Um, she said and I thought this was great uh she may look ageless. I may look ageless, but my mind doesn't. My mind doesn't look ageless. And that didn't translate to her. So she's blaming her old age on the fact that she sat at the wrong table. And not the fact that she really just seemed like a big opportunist. That she wanted to sit at a table with people that were going to, you know, advance her social circle, push her social life. And uh, instead of her good old pal Dorinda, who she personally invited. And Dorinda wanted to go with John, but she told John, it's just me and Ramona tonight. And she ditched her. And 
We also got a little bit more of the backstory where uh, I guess Dorinda went up to Ramona and was like, no, you're sitting at this table with me. And Ramona still kind of brushed it off. And, you know, she half-assed owned it. Like, she half-assed gave an apology. But majority of it was, you know, her old age, her not knowing because she forgot because she's so old. Um I mean, I just think it's convenient for her. Like, she she really is using this age card to her advantage and disadvantage. Like, whenever she wants, like, oh, I look so good and I'm so much older and blah, blah, blah. And then when it's, like, to deflect something that she did wrong, it's like, oh, you know, it's my age. It's my age. And I mean... I love Ramona. I think Ramona is reality TV gold. But there's just some moments when you really just need to be a little bit more accountable uh, for your actions. I mean, and you're caught, like, red-handed on television. So I uh, I, I think that she really needed to, to own up to that. And so that was her second lie that we talked about. And her third lie uh, that got brought up was when she... She was talking to her friends at that same gala, her um, off-camera friends, not the housewives, about her birthday celebration. And her friend said, should we invite some of your other friends, some of the other girls? Should Specifically, should we invite Sonia? And she says, no. Right off the bat, no. Do not invite Sonia. And Sonia was pissed off. And I would have been, too. Like, that's... You, you know, and, and so Ramona's reasoning for it was because she didn't want the cameras to be there. She felt if she invited the other housewives, then that would have given the crew the green light to come to her birthday party. And so Sonia reacted, and I think a really um, normal way, you know, like, so am I your TV friend now? Like, are we not real friends? And I would have had the exact same reaction. I would have felt the exact same way. Um, I didn't think it was cool. And Ramona didn't really seem to understand how that would hurt. And, I mean, I guess she kind of did kind of say, like, yeah, that would hurt my feelings, too. But she still didn't back down from it. And one of the best parts of it, her Ramona-isms, um, you know, I didn't, I can't break the third line on TV. <laughs> Which, for um, any of you television folks out there, or uh, theater, or whatever... It's the fourth wall. And so if you don't know what she meant by that, <laughs> she's saying she can't break the fourth wall. So she can't talk to camera. She can't, you know, act as if the cameras are following them around and that this is like a big production. She has to be very real within it. So she felt like her telling her friend no was her not breaking the fourth wall when reality she just didn't want cameras there. Um, and yeah, I call BS on that. She was broadcasting it all over social media. She was very much boisterous and very much, you know, having the public eye into her private moment. So I, I, I side with Sonia on this matter. I think I side with everyone except for Ramona on all the lies that she told this season. Um, she really did not win the friend award this season. Um, she, she really did not support other women. Um, but I just, yeah, I think she, she could definitely do a better job at being a better friend to the women, uh, being more trustworthy and just owning up to the mistakes that she makes. Um, not these half-ass apologies, not these, oh, it's this and not that, like just really being forthright and just like, this is what it is. I'm sorry. And I shouldn't have acted that way. Uh, I think the woman would definitely respond to that more and not just say sorry, but cause she says sorry a lot. Um, not just say sorry, but act 
differently afterwards, you know, because an apology doesn't really go that far if you don't change your behavior. And we haven't seen her change her behavior. I mean, they they did a nice little montage of her at past reunions where she says, you know, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be X, Y, and Z. And we're still getting that same Ramona that just says whatever she wants that, uh, you know, kind of backstabs her friends, social climber. So let's see if moving forward we could get a Ramona that actually means these apologies um and then we move on to ramona and bethany uh you know this season i really enjoyed especially the back half of the season um Ramona and Bethany's relationship. They really seem to have had some type of breakthrough with one another, whether it was talking about how they were raised um, or just this mutual disliking of Luann and on her power trip, whatever it was, they really seemed to have a good time with one another. They laughed and I enjoyed that. I thought that was fun. But early on in the season, we saw Ramona say something extremely nasty and extremely dirty about Dennis. And uh, if you don't remember the comment, she, you know, was saying after, um, I think they were in the Hamptons and it was after the lobster, the clam bake, you know, how, how can he be smart when he was on drugs? And Bethany wasn't there. She wasn't around for it. And as soon as Ramona said it, she realized like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like she definitely was like, oh, that was a mistake. I'm very sorry. Apparently she called Bethany right after like the very next day and apologized for it. Um, but you know, it was, it was rough seeing and Bethany was actually, she was very hurt by it, obviously, um, and really let Ramona have it. Uh, but to Ramona and Ramona's defense, she was saying, you know, you're very hard for me to approach and you're very, you know, in her own words, you're very hot and cold with me. And that's why she wasn't really present with Bethany and like come up to her and give her condolences because she didn't know what kind of Bethany she was going to get. And I actually agree with her on that. I think it's because the relationship has been so up and down and so tumultuous. Like, I could see how her going up to Bethany could be very scary. Especially, even even if it is her saying, like, I'm very sorry for your loss. Like, maybe Bethany might misconstrue it in some type of way or think, or whatever. So I could see how Ramona would be threatened and a little bit intimidated by going up to Bethany should she have done it anyways yeah but i see why she didn't i i totally understand why um it's a it's a hard thing to do and it's it's very sensitive and you want to and i'm sure she was coming from a genuine or she would have come from a genuine place if she were to approach her back then and say sorry um but I could see where you'd be nervous that maybe Bethany may not receive it as genuine. So I do understand where she was coming from with that. Um, she One thing that she did say, though, that was just like, come on, Ramona. Like, you really, she, you know, I'm surprised Bravo even brought it up. Like, that Bravo aired her nasty comment about Dennis. And it's just like, they air everyone's dirty laundry like no one's safe like of course they're gonna show you saying something so outrageous because one it makes good tv and two you like bethany said like you're not you know immune to any scrutiny like you're gonna get everything that you put out there every thing you say on camera is subject to being put on tv like and so you have to kind of just realize like you're not you know you're not god like you're not above anybody you said a nasty thing and it's going to air on television like and i think that's something that um being on reality tv and realizing like you have like everything you say has a chance to 
be put out there. And that could definitely change people's perspective, uh, how they think about you. So I, I, I thought that was a really like silly thing for her to say. And I did not think, you know, that was, that was right. Um, Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. Deborah Randall, Ramona half asked everything, including her remarks about Dennis. Um, yeah, she did. Um, she sure didn't mind sharing the photo of Luann last year to the world. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. When uh, Lu- yeah, she yeah. See, Ramona just yeah. Ramona will never change. She she really just isn't that self aware. Oh, Ramona and Bethany are the same. Um, Todd, I'm curious as to why you. Th- think that uh they're the same in nature just very aggressive or the same as in they came up the same and so they're both kind of i I feel like they both kind of have this wall up and they just repel things and kind of just throw things back onto other people so that they don't have to deal with their inner feelings maybe is that maybe what you think i don't know um but yeah, so I think I, I love Ramona. I think she's great for television. I think she's hilarious. I do think she is really kind at heart. Um, and and they lightly touch on the cringeworthy but successful charity event, a uh, New York Loves Kids event, which was when Ramona was going up and giving that speech, and Dorinda jumped in. Um, I thought Dorinda was in the wrong with this one. It was still, regardless, it was the most uncomfortable scene ever um but according to Ramona it was very successful so I guess the cringeworthiness was worth it um before I move on to Tinsley guys I just want to go ahead and and give a major shout out to everyone that's hanging out in the chat in the chat with me I appreciate you guys and I appreciate the AfterBuzz TV community and this platform that we have to be able to talk about our favorite shows and I just want to urge you guys to go ahead and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already give it a thumbs up give me some feedback I really appreciate some nice constructive feedback and um, give us five stars rate us and all that good stuff so yeah uh, AfterBuzz has been a lot of fun for me I really enjoy coming in here and talking about the Real Housewives of of New York and New Jersey and, and, you know, doing Bravo Bitch with with Leanne. So, yeah, just continue to support this community and we'll try to continue to give you great content. Um, So, moving on to our girl Tinsley. Uh, Todd, I I, am... I'm with you to an extent about Tinsley. Up until this season, I was super done with her. I thought she was boring. I thought she was not very interesting. I thought she really fell flat. Um, but this season, I saw more from her. And even in this reunion, like I think she still brought it. Uh, so let's dive in. The big thing about Tinsley this season was her not being so transparent with the woman and her, you know, is she with Scott? Is she not with Scott? Where is she getting her money from? I could see how that could be a very frustrating thing to deal with like someone talking to you about money and like how you got it how you earned it where it's coming from like get out my business it's not your business I don't ask you about your money you shouldn't be asking me about mine so I understand her frustration with it I don't think the women so much care about where she's getting her money from as much as they care about her being transparent and honest with them and this friendship that they have and I put friendship in air quotes just because I mean she A lot of the reasons why these franchises work is because there are organic relationships and friendships with one another. Tinsley is a friend of Sonia. 
And I don't know how close they were friends. And so she was just really thrown into this group with no really strong ties to anybody. So she has to work on these friendships. And in order for her to work on these friendships, she really needs to be a little bit more vulnerable with the woman. And in turn, I think her being more vulnerable will allow the audience to like her more. And I think that's why I kind of enjoyed her this season was because she was, like, letting down a wall slightly. Um... But yeah, so when she's talking about money, everyone was, you know, smirking, rolling their eyes, not really believing anything that she had to say. She was talking about, um, you know, you know where she comes from. She, she has family in the South. And, and I mean, it makes sense. If she grew up in a very wealthy Southern family, like, okay, yeah, that's probably where she gets her money from. But no one really seemed to be buying it. Um, they also claim that she didn't really live in New York, which I wish they dug into a little bit deeper, uh, saying that she lives in Palm Beach still. And, and her recollection of everything in her current living situation also seemed a little bit fuzzy. So I do wish that Andy kind of pressed that a little bit because it kind of was glanced over. And then uh, she was talking about her family and how she gets her money. I thought this was interesting. And again, I understand her point and being like, why do I even have to explain this to begin with? But yeah, you don't work. You did just get out of jail a couple years ago, and now you're living in New York, and you're, you know, living a really nice, comfortable lifestyle. And you did have a rich boyfriend, but you're still living this rich, comfortable lifestyle. Like, how is this happening? So she explains that after she got arrested, her family trust went down, and they kind of not cut her off completely, but started giving her less and less money. So... At the beginning of this, when she first got on the show, she wasn't earning, but getting as much money from her trust. Her family wanted to see how she could bounce back from the arrest and, you know, reacclimate to society. And um, she started to do well, so the family started to give her more and more money, which is why she still received nice and nice things, even after her relationship with Scott ended. So that made a lot of sense, and the woman seems fully satisfied with that reasoning. But at the same time, like... It's just, it's not their business, but Tinsley does need to open up a little bit more. Um, she does need to share her life a little bit more. And, and that was a lot of what Dorinda's point was, where it's just like, I don't really know you. We're on the show together, we film together, and we, you know, we could laugh and have, a, you know, an okay time with one another. But at the end of the day, it's a surface level conversation, it's a surface level relationship, and we need to know a little bit more about you. I think if she lets the other woman in, we'll get to see a little bit more of who she is and enjoy her more. I mean, that's 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 kind of what I think. I think that if we just saw a little bit more of her, we and we got we got a little bit more of her backstory with her father passing away and the alcoholism of the season, which I thought like humanized her in a way, and we saw her relationship with Scott and and whatnot. So I think I think that did help her become a little bit more likable. I don't know if I would... I definitely wouldn't be sad if they replaced her next season, but I would hope if she does come back that she gives us a little bit more. I want to know a lot more about her. I want to know what she's doing in her professional life, if she's even doing anything at all. Like, I just... I feel like I just don't... I I feel like I don't know her, and I I watch the show. Um, But yeah, so then we move on to... Oh, actually, I thought this was interesting, and I am kind of curious um, about what you guys think in the chat, about what Bethany had to say. Um, Tinsley is not, you know, uh, Bethany said earlier this season that Tinsley 
holds women back a hundred years, brings women, women back a hundred years. And when Andy asks her to further elaborate on it, she says, Tinsley is not an example of female empowerment. In my opinion, she doesn't live in the real world. Um, Andy and, and kind of goes on to try to explain it where it's like, she grew up in the South. She grew up in a very debutante way. She grew up in, in, in the quote unquote traditional way of like a man providing and a woman kind of just going along, whatever. Do you guys feel like that is kind of where she gets it from? Or do you even think that that's an excuse? Bethany kind of just tried to dismiss it as not being, um, a reason as to why she should be that way. Like, don't blame it on the South. But I kind of agree with what Andy had to say, where it's like, where she grew up, who she is, and and all those things kind of attribute to her needing Scott to marry her, needing a man to have a family. Like, all those things really, I think, is what ties her into who she is. And I do think that has to do with being from the South. I think that's a very different lifestyle from being a, a very independent, rough-and-tough New York woman. Like, I, I think I think there's a contrast. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to think... Um, what what you guys believe um and then just a little i don't even know if it's funny it was very rude uh a, a piece of footage that we didn't see uh where, where ramona was kind of taunting tinsley on her looks and saying that she needs to wear less makeup um saying that she looks old for her age and that ramona herself looks young for her age because she doesn't wear as much makeup um me personally i i don't really care to wear makeup that much i'm not wearing any makeup right now i mostly because i just don't like to wash it off i get really lazy when it comes to that so for me it's not my thing tinsley it's her thing she enjoys it she likes it so i don't think it's really fair to like get on somebody for their you know makeup preference um I, I I do think she's a naturally pretty girl. I don't think she needs to be so heavy with the eyes, but if that's how she enjoys to look and live her life, then I don't think you should taunt somebody and say that that makes them look old. I thought that was really mean and cold of Ramona, and I love that Tinsley responded very sharply with, you know what? You're being a bitch. So <laughs> I was here for that. Um, Bethany is right about Tinsley. Bethany is not the know-it-all on female empowerment in relation to Southern living, says Ash B313. Uh, you do believe that Tinsley shares and could share more, but the other women are jealous. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily see where the jealousy may stem from, um, but I don't know. Uh Let's see. Tinsley's makeup is fine. Deborah likes that. Um, Tinsley looks about 25. I mean, she definitely, she, she's the youngest on the cast and she looks the youngest in the cast. So I don't think her makeup ages her. I just, you know, and it, and it makes her happy. Like, however you want to look as a woman or as a man or however, like, that should be, you should be okay with that. And no one should tell you otherwise. And I think Ramona really needed, like, back off on that. And I, I was really happy that Tinsley stood up for herself in that moment. Um, Moving on to our girl Luann and her sobriety, which uh, I don't know. I, I another question for you guys in the chat: Do you think that Luann is taking her sobriety seriously? Because um, the women on the couch don't seem to think so. Um, I, I mean, I don't know particularly if she is uh, taking it seriously or not. I found it very interesting the things that they called into question regarding her rehab stents, how long she stayed, how long she didn't stay, the access that she had. Um, 
I found all that to be very interesting. Uh, I think that Luann says, you know, she doesn't like to talk about her sobriety because she doesn't want to be a Debbie Downer. Uh, I I think she is a Debbie Downer, whether she talks about it or not. The way that she kind of judges the other women for drinking, even throwing, like, a little jab at Ramona for, like, okay, Miss Pinot Grigio, like, who gives a flying whatever? Like, she could drink. She doesn't have a problem with drinking. She didn't get arrested due to drinking. Like, so why are you judging her, coming at her, saying whatever her preference of beverages? Like, uh, I was listening to a podcast, uh, I was listening to Stassi Schroeder's podcast, and she had Lala Kent on, and Lala, I don't know if you guys, any of you watch Vanderpump Rules, but Lala from Vanderpump Rules uh, recently decided to be sober. She's been sober for about like 10 months or something like that, and it was her own decision, and it wasn't like court mandated or anything like that, and... You know, when she doesn't drink on the show, she's not bringing anyone else down. She's not judging anybody for drinking and how drunk they are and their behavior or whatever. And I find that Luann does that, and it's really unbearable. And I don't even like the argument of her saying, like, you guys drink in front of me and this, this, and that. And it's like, what else are they supposed to do? I'm sorry. This show is about women and their friendships and their relationships with one another. And if it's supposed to be authentic and it's supposed to be real, if they drink, then why are they not going to drink just because Luann's there? And Luann has said, I don't, like, you guys go ahead and drink. Go ahead and do you or whatever. So for her to be like, well, you brought a wine glass into my room when you came to talk to me, it's like you said you don't have any problem with us drinking around you. So why is it now, like, that you do? And I don't... I think that also when you're in a show situation like this, reality TV, like any reality TV show, unless it's about sobriety, involves alcohol. Alcohol drives the storyline. Alcohol raises people's emotions. Alcohol intensifies things. You know alcohol is going to be involved. So if you're Luann and you know that you're on this sobriety journey, which is court mandated, which is why she probably doesn't take it very seriously because I don't think she really wants to be sober. I think she's just doing this because she has to be sober. Um, if you know that drinking is going to be involved, why even put yourself in the situation to be on the show in the first place? You know, the women are not going to stop drinking. The producers would hate it if they weren't drinking because that's where all the interesting tidbits come from. That's where the funny moments come from. That's what we love the most is when they're drunk and silly and whatever. Like, that's where... You get people just flying, saying things like flying off their chest because they're not thinking because they had a little bit too much to drink. That's, you know, so it's like, you know that this comes with the environment of the show. And if it's not in your best interest and your best health, then why even sign back up? Take a year off. I don't know. I like, I just, I can't buy into this whole like, you're drinking around me. How rude. I, I feel bad for Luann because they're having a drink. It's like, then she shouldn't be there. Like, she just shouldn't be there. And how many other women are there? There's six, whatever. One, two, three, four, five. Five other women. Just, like, I don't know. I I don't buy into that. Like, and I think it's her way of, like, having an excuse for this behavior. And I'm not into it. I don't really like it. I haven't been a big loose supporter since... Uh, a long time. So, uh, I just, I'm not really into it. She failed, um, on Easter Sunday after drinking two mimosas shortly after the reunion was taped, she had to go to court for that failed, um, uh, what is it? Blowing into the, the, um, DUI thingy or whatever. 
So she had to go to court for it. They did detain her, and they did tighten um, the terms of her probation. So she was recently on Watch What Happens, and her probation ends next month. Um, but yeah, I, I and I, I I don't know if she really is an alcoholic. I, I don't know that. I don't know. She says she was self-medicating, and um, I do think, though, that if the court and her probation told her not to drink anymore or they excuse me didn't tell her not to drink anymore i don't think she would be like i I think the only reason why she's not drinking is because it's in the terms of her probation um so i think that's why she's having a hard time and that's why we're hearing rumors of her like still drinking ramona's accusing her of still drinking like because i don't think she truly wants to not drink you know like i don't think she takes it she doesn't see her her drinking as really a big issue, um, which it may not be. But in the terms of her probation right now, she needs to take it a little bit more seriously um, if she you know doesn't want to be in probation much longer or go back to jail. Um, so that was the gist of the reunion. I actually thought this reunion uh, part two was a lot more interesting than part one. Um, let me see. Unmuzzled says Luann takes herself and her freedom. Seriously, I think she's ambivalent about sobriety. Okay. Uh, thank you for the shout-out. You're welcome. Um, I believe the jealousy uh, regarding Tinsley from the other women is in relation to Tinsley's access to money. Really, Sonia seems jealous of the money aspect of Tinsley's life. Okay, I think that's interesting because even um, I was doing Bravo Bitch with, with Leanne a couple weeks ago. We had uh, that clip, I don't know if you guys saw it, of Kelly Kelly Dodd of Real Housewives of Orange County posted it on her Instagram story and Sonia and uh, Tinsley were you know drunk after the pride parade going at each other about the same thing about the townhouse and and Tinsley not being grateful and all those things so I don't know if if necessarily Sonia is jealous of the money but I do think she just maybe she felt taken advantage of in a way I don't know what it was but I do think Sonia and Tinsley do have a weird weird relationship and they really haven't gotten past the the living situation and how how Sonia felt slighted and all that stuff so I do agree with you um to an extent Ash B313 regarding Tinsley and and um and Sonia's relationship I do think it's a little bit weird I do think it's not yeah I I find it to be a strange relationship um but yeah, guys, let's go ahead and oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna be drinking as soon. Okay, Deborah Randall. Luann will be drinking as soon as her probation ends. She said last year it was okay for the ladies to drink in her presence. If it's a problem, maybe she needed to sit the season. See, that's where my that's where my stance. Like that's my stance. I just I don't think that you can. Yeah, like just wait, chill out for a season, or just don't go on. Like I don't know, whatever. Anyways, moving on to news and gossip. <laughs> Um, so speaking of Lou, uh, there's rumors that she may or may not return next season. Um, there's, you know, there's always talks about if if the cast is going to shake up regarding any franchise, um, after the season. So someone, uh, tweeted to her, please don't tell me you're leaving. And Luann responded, the Countess isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So um, if you believe the reports, you may think Luann's out. But her, she herself says 
She's not going anywhere soon. Um, there hasn't been anything official from Bravo saying if she is gone or she isn't. So this is all just, you know, speculation. I think Bravo really likes the the waiting period between seasons to, like, kind of drum up, you know, who's coming back, who's not, just the buzz. Um And, of course, sticking with our girl, Lou, um, she really keeps herself in the news. I will say that about Luann. She really really does make herself relevant. Um, Luann was recently on Watch What Happens Live with DJ Polly D just last week, actually. And they are planning to release a remix of Phil and Giovanni. I think I sang it wrong, but whatever. Um, She said, we're still talking about it and working it out, she told Page Six. But... With DJs, I like to hear their own version of how they would remix the song. We'll see what he comes up with. The pair met, like I said, on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen last Thursday night and discussed collaborating a new uh, dance track. Um, you know, and uh, DJ Polly D, uh, if you guys don't know, he's from Jersey Shore, original fist pumping. Um, he said that he really liked the song. He said it was a feel good song and he was into it. So. Good for you, DJ Polly And I think uh, maybe a little bit like house music remix would be a cool touch too. Feeling Giovanni. Definitely saying it wrong that time too. Um, now, if you guys have been on Facebook or Instagram or any social media channel, you have seen people aging themselves for whatever reason. Um, and someone did this. I saw this on Instagram of... The Real Housewives of New York, if they were a few years older, um, I think they all look fabulous. Tinsley looks scary just because she looks mean. Um, Ramona actually looks kind of the same. Um, I think the worst may be Luann and Bethany because of their necks. Um, definitely, you know, you could tell a woman's age by their necks and their hands. So those two look the worst. Um, me, myself, I didn't do this because I, I, I don't believe in stuff like this. But I did think it was funny to see these women aged a little bit. Um, Ramona still looks pretty good for already being kind of older. Um, no shade, just saying. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, guys. So I think that pretty much covers it all. Um, let's see if there's anything else you guys have to say in the chat. Luann remember season six, Friends of Housewives. I don't believe two drinks at 10 a.m. caused her to fail the test at 3 p.m. So you think she drank more than two mimosas. Um, yeah, I, I'm so looking forward to wrapping up part three with you guys next week um i've been enjoying the season so far with you all but i'll catch you guys next week talking part three of real housewives of new york reunion see you later bye our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.